1: welcome to another exciting thought police podcast with me mike graham and him Kevin O'Sullivan. Now, as you know, uh, this podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, uh, which is of course the one place you go to get all your grooming needs sorted out. Now, according to Manscaped, this month, it's the season of pumpkin spice and making sure your crotch looks nice. Now that means sipping cider in the breeze and they call it fall. So in America, they call this fresh ball fall, Uh, using Manscaped products to trim yourself with ease, right? Uh, but foliage is not the only thing shedding excess leaves even mother nature knows it's time to get rid of that excess clutter so here's what you do uh, go to manscape.com you get 20 percent off plus free shipping uh with our exclusive code which is police p-o-l-i-c-e so manscape.com uh you get 20 percent off plus free shipping with the code police now here's what you get with this particular platinum package number four. Uh, inside it, you know, you've got um, the Lawn Mower 4 body trimmer, weed whacker, nose and ear hair trimmer uh, featuring proprietary advanced skin safe technology. In addition to shaving, you can upgrade your shower routine. You get ultra premium body wash, ultra premium two in one shampoo and conditioner. <coughs> and we've used this stuff, by the way, so it's pretty good. Uh, You'll have your skin and your hair feeling hydrated and smelling fresh. And you can also apply the aluminium free ultra premium deodorant. And don't worry, it's not pumpkin spice. It's a cologne quality uh, fragrance. So here you go. You'll even get two free gifts as well in the platinum package. Uh, You get a pair of boxes and the shed travel bag, uh, both specially made to hold onto your goodies. So go to manscaped.com, get 20% off, plus free shipping with the code POLICE. That's 20% off, it's free shipping. Uh, you don't want to miss a trick here because it is really, really good, this stuff. Uh, and they're very kind to us here at Thought Police. So go and get yourself a deal 20% off manscaped.com. Uh, and of course, use the code POLICE to get that discount. Now, Kevin, uh, we find ourselves back uh, in the pub one week later
0: than we were <laughs> last week. Not much happened this week. Did Not it? much
1: <laughs> happened. Uh, but things seem to have gone from bad to worse.
0: What's uh, going on? Well, I mean. <laughs> Of course we've had this sort of woeful week of howling hysteria over the mini budget and i can understand a lot of people thinking oh my mortgage is going to go up my bills are going to rocket, and uh you know this is a disaster for the nation because that's what all the papers are saying i get it you know this is not a time to just go oh the mini budget don't even think about it everything's fine it's not however uh, today we learned that uh, Kwasi-Quarteng and Liz Trust have buckled and they've u-turned, and their big policy about uh, abolishing the 45p tax rate for those who own our, uh, over 150,000 pounds. they're going to ditch that. It's now going to remain. Now, that fucking tax didn't really matter a shit. Apart from the fact, maybe politically, it didn't look that good. It looks like you're looking after rich people. However, it didn't, in terms of the economy, absolutely meaningless. And by uh, abolishing their move to get rid of it, they look like they're unsure-footed. They've Mm. got no certainty. Uh, They look like they're wobbling. And I just think it was a bad move.
1: Also, as late as last night, they were still saying, we're not going to do it. Mm. And
0: then this morning,
1: suddenly we get it, is the message. Well, you get what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. You know, here's what you get: you get fucked off uh, by the electorate when you don't do what you said you were going to do, and you keep changing your mind. That's yep. what you get.
0: And what's wrong with looking after, you know, you, you know, giving a few breaks to people who earn lots and lots of money? They're hardworking. They're very successful. Why tax the shit out of them? It doesn't make well, any difference. I keep saying this. Doesn't right? make any difference to the rest of Starmer us.
1: Starmer made a big thing of it last Sunday before this, where he said, "The thing is, if you were making a million pounds like he is." Every year, yeah. uh, you'll get fifty-five thousand pounds Saving, in the tax break. It, yeah. yeah, but you're still paying four hundred thousand fucking pounds in tax. <coughs> exactly. So what's wrong with that? Exactly. And the idea that the Labour Party somehow cast this narrative out there that they were robbing the poor to give this tax cut to the rich—absolute rubbish. It's That's not true. Not true. They were su- uh, substantially giving money back to everybody, effectively. Yeah. But you obviously get more money back if you pay more tax. It's simple mathematics, isn't
0: it? Yeah, and the Tories, uh, they're supposed to uh, look after rich people. Yeah. Uh, okay, fine, look after poorer people as well. But that's yeah, but what the, have done. the Tory party is about rewarding success. And what they've done here, uh, by getting rid of their plan to abolish the 45p tax rate, uh, they've signalled once again uh, that they really want to be the Labour Party. Yeah. This is what the fucking problem. Ever since that fuckwit, Uh, Theresa May made that speech all those fucking years ago about, oh, it's really bad because we're perceived as the nasty party. Ever since then, they've been trying to be the Labour Party in Tory party clothing. Well, fuck it, be conservative, be Tory. Who cares if the left think you're nasty?
1: Actually, the people who are nasty, as we've seen from this yet another, uh, you know, load of demos outside the Conservative Party conference, the Labour Party supporters of the scum of the earth. Yeah. You know, they're shouting abuse at people, they're jostling people, you know, I mean, they had a go at Michael Fabrican, not exactly everybody's favourite person, but nevertheless, do you know what I mean? That's fucking outrageous what they get up to, and they need police protection to go into a party political fucking conference, <coughs> it's nonsense. Yeah. And even if they do think the Tories are nasty, what's the problem with that, you know?
0: Yeah, exact- exactly, I mean, okay, they're, they're, I suppose arguably uh, if you haven't got any money you would say the tory policy the approach to life you know look after the wealthy look after the wealth producers and the rest will trickle down you could say that's nasty well fine be fucking nasty be what you're supposed to be don't try and be the fucking labor party yeah it's fucking infuriating it they really shouldn't is. have done this
1: i mean the point about all of this uh, fucking uh, shenanigans right is that if you tax people more You're not the Tories, you know, and what's wrong with all these fucking backbench Tory MPs who were all very silent when he was doing his mini budget speech, right? Because they were a bit uneasy about giving tax breaks to
0: wealthy people
1: you're the fucking Tory party. Give tax breaks to the wealthy people, you fucking planks.
0: Yeah, you know, Michael Gove saying, oh, this displays, a, this is not our, a display of our values. What are your values? Your values are to uh, be like the Labour Party. Yeah. What the fuck is he talking about? Why this... would you want to be like them? Yeah, I mean, it's, it goes hand in hand with all this green oh. shit with Rob Boris, doesn't it? Yeah. Just trying to embrace the policies uh, of parties that uh, Conservative Party voters fucking hate. Yeah. They fucking hate that green claptrap. They fucking hate to, to taxing the rich. And yet the Tory politicians want to do just that. Fucking mad. I mean, what about the idea, by the way, that the
1: Tories defeat the Labour Party by the biggest margins is about 1935 or something, right? Yeah. Get an 80 seat majority. And in three years, they've managed to get it to fucking a minus 33. Uh, percent yeah, b- fucking b- below the, yeah, what yeah. the fuck I mean you would never have, you could never in a million years have imagined this could happen but they've done it all to themselves wow. Labour Party haven't done anything to win back the support of the people yeah. Labour Party are not electable even now they just look like they
0: yeah. are do you know what t- that's the problem with the Tories or has been now since Cameron that what they've tried to do they spent all their energy trying to attract the people who hate them Oh, look at me. Look at us. We're really green. We're carbon net zero. We'll get all those Green Party members to vote for us. Not in a month of fucking Sundays. Oh, let's uh, tax the rich. We'll get the Labour Party voters to vote for us. Not in a month of fucking Sundays. It's a joke. Appeal to your own supporters. Don't worry about those who support the Green Party and the Labour Party. What
1: they ought to to do is dump fucking net zero and sort out the fucking migrants and they'll get in for the rest of time. That's all the Two things anybody fucking cares yeah, about. Yeah, d- give people some money, give
0: them some tax breaks, and then fucking bomb your yeah, uncle. Yeah, dump the green shit, uh, frack the shit out of Britain, uh, sort the migrant crisis out, and they'll win the next election. Doesn't
1: sound difficult. Do you see that their uh, chairman has obviously been listening to us because he's now said that if they solve the migrant crisis, they will win the next election. Yeah, he's actually yeah. said it. Yeah. Jake Berry, I think his name yeah. is. Yeah. You
0: know. And uh, but I mean, so uh, by, by the way. Did you, did you see that story about why Suella Bra- Braverman's called Suella? No. So I always thought, you know, she's of Asian uh, origins, obviously. I always thought it was a, a sort of authentic, you know, ethnic name. Well, it's not. It's because her mum in 1980, when Suella Braverman was born, was a big Dallas fan, and her real name is Sue Ellen. Really? <laughs> it's true. It's Sue Ellen. Uh, and when That's she what went,
1: we used to call people who had a drink problem. Yeah, well, you know, Sue yeah, Ellen. Had, she was in, always pissed. Yeah, she?
0: yeah. So, so when she went to school when she first went to school you know when kids have name tags on their gym bags and all that shit it was so long that the teachers said oh, it's too long so they took the hyphen out and then they took the N off the end, and she became Suella and, she, funny. and Suella Braverman said yeah unfortunately I was always a dynasty fan <laughs> <laughs> very funny um, so, but anyway I, what I was going to say is, yeah, go is, is I like The direction of travel from a Suella Brahman, I kind of like the colour of her jib, but you know, saying, Oh, we've got to have a look at the modern slavery act as if that's going to cure the migrant crisis, you know, you need to do a lot more than that, Suella. Well, it might
1: do because if they can prove that these people are being brought over here to be fucking put to work in some slave like organisation or an organised crime gang. Then that could be the way to fucking st- stop it happening.
0: Yeah, but then again, uh, the people that uh, claim that they're victims of modern slavery have paid between five and ten thousand yes. pounds to well, fucking get it. Yeah, but, As the well, last time I heard, slaves don't get paid. Yeah,
1: except that might not quite be true because it might be that they get given the trip and then get told they owe 5,000 pounds and now you're gonna have to fucking work for it and you're gonna sit in that fucking um, car wash for the rest of time until you pay us back. So that could be the case as well. But whatever they do, they've got to make sure it's fucking well bomb proof so that no, wanky lawyers can decide to fucking is what you do. uproot the whole it
0: thing. Here's what you do. Uh, you tell the Crown Prosecution Service, enough of this absurd bullshit that you spouted about, we can see no laws being broken by these people who pitch up on our beaches. And you tell them, right, they're coming over on illegal vessels. These uh, dinghies are not legal. They arrive on our beaches with no documents. That's not legal. No. They've broken the fucking law. Don't go to a hotel, stick them inside, stick them in a detention centre. That fucking message gets across to them that when you land on the beach, the Brits take you to prison, they'll stop fucking coming.
1: Yeah, of course they will. Because they come here now because they know that as soon as they land- They
0: get a hotel. They get looked after. From which, by the way, they can just walk out. Mm -hmm. And many of them do. We put them in a nice hotel, they they, they clean themselves
1: uh, up and fuck off. The home office figures now suggest 60% of them are Albanians, right? Who can come here legally. The reason they're not coming here legally is they've probably more than likely been deported because they're part of some criminal network, right? They don't even want to go to a hotel because they've already got places to Uh, go, right? They've got already a fucking network of houses that, that these drug gangs own and they'll just come back and they have to be coming illegally because they can't come legally.
0: Yeah, but check it, though. Uh, what Suella Brodman gave a big interview to The Sun uh, say out, in which she said, the migrant crisis is out of control. Well, which is. if you think about it, it's a real indictment of Pretty Patel and everything yeah. the Tories have ever done. You know, she's inherited a situation that she says is out of control. But what she revealed in this fucking interview yesterday, it was this it's not six out of every ten. Because at first it was Richard Tice revealed it was four, it was out, of four out of ten. It's not six, it out, six out of 10. ten. She said she said yesterday it's eight out of every so ten. Eight out of eighty percent of, right. of them are Albanian. Yeah. You know, and these people People can't claim they're fleeing war and torture. And nor, I would suggest, because there's no war no, and torture. They can come legally. There's no, there's no, yeah, there's no war and torture in Albania. There's no war and torture in France. And uh, um, also, uh, they can't. They, I don't think they can claim their victims of modern slavery. Uh, so we've got we've to stop all these techniques that they can have to claim asylum. They claim fucking asylum when they arrive here with fleeing war and torture. It takes Britain, the British authorities, the shit Home Office, a year to say, oh, wait a minute, we don't believe you're fleeing war and torture because there isn't any in Albania or France. And then they go, all right, I'm a victim of modern slavery. Oh, back to the drawing board. Another fucking year.
1: Well, I mean, this is all down to, of course, fucking Angela Merkel, who, do you remember when she said, you know, we will give free um homes and lodgings uh, yeah, and we will look yeah. after anybody who's fleeing the war in syria so all these fuckers turned up and claimed to be from syria and nobody knew the difference and they went yeah i'm Syria. you only syrians yeah i'm syrian yeah, 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 yeah. you come oh yeah oh, syria know. yeah 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 that's it there's a million syrian refugees now
0: in germany yeah well None am i from, from fucking syria. syria that's right yeah. yeah yeah i mean angela merkel the world's most overrated politician Fucking saddle Germany. She, as you,
1: fucked
0: she, she fucked Europe. She fucked Europe. She fucked Germany right up the fucking ass. Yep. I mean, look at it now with its, it, her brilliant energy policies. Oh, you know, let's get all our energy from Russia. <laughs> what could possibly go <laughs> yeah. wrong? And now <laughs> the know. fuckers can't even put the streetlights on. They've had to sh- shut down swimming pools because they can't eat them. Thanks, Angela. What a great colossus yeah. of European politics yeah, you well were. Done. Useless fucking person. Twat. Yes, well done. Um, we'd like to mention
1: Dave Johnson at this point who is a Thought Police fan but also the boss of Suitable Choices. Suitable Choices of course an independent mortgage brokerage which covers the whole of the UK although the company is based in sunny Kent. Uh, his tagline is straight talking no bullshit advice. He's a man after our own hearts and he might be quite busy at the moment talking to people uh, about yes. buying property. Um, suitablechoices.co.uk <laughs> Yeah, you, you need go. him. <laughs> we should talk about the property market because um, you and I were both on a show the other night. Yeah. Yeah. with some younger people um, who were sort of aghast at the idea that, oh my goodness me, if you buy a house, the price of it might not only go down, yeah. but the interest rate on your mortgage might yeah. go up so high yeah. that you can't afford to fucking live there anymore. It's
0: is the thing. You, you know, just, they look for the, they're welcome joy. to the real world. What, what we've had now for the past 20, 30 years is like governments have decided to be the nation's mother. Mother government will help you. And so you high, to do everything for you. So high tax... Uh, And therefore, you can keep uh, interest rates low. So for fucking... Donkeys years, as long as anyone can remember, interest rates have been one percent or lower. When we were kids, it well I say kids in our twenties and that it, it was yeah. it was like fuck it was like seventeen percent. Yeah. Uh, and you never knew what you paid from one month to the next. The government just basically said, You bought your fucking house, you're on your own, that's your I business. I don't think I
1: ever had a house that was less than about six or seven yeah, percent. Exactly. You know, exactly and that's what they're all squealing about no oh, it's good up to six percent. Really? And you think that's fucking bad. Mm. Try ten. Yeah, yeah,
0: And also, also it's like, we're going kind of to put our energy bills. What's the government going to do yeah. to save us? Well, you know, it's not the government's fucking job to you pay your really. fucking
1: bills. But I get, you know, people get in touch with me going, have you got no empathy for people losing their homes? No, I fucking haven't. I fucking lost one. Thanks. Yeah. And you know, you just fucking have to deal with
0: it. Yeah. yeah. Suck it up. Fucking
1: move on. Buy another one.
0: Uh, uh, yeah. And, and also, younger people, uh, they all think this that if you buy a house or a a flat, uh, that's it. You've just made a massive amount of money because you will definitely make a profit. So they just think, uh, first of all, interest rates are low. I don't have to get myself an expensive fixed rate mortgage. And uh, and then when I sell the place, I'll probably make a hundred thousand pound profit. Suddenly, that isn't going to fucking happen. Suddenly the property market is crashing. Interest rates are soaring. And they are going. oh, so it's not guaranteed then. No, of course it's not guaranteed. When you buy a fucking property, it's a gamble. It, and it used to be a hell of a gamble. Uh, hasn't been for about 30 years. Now it's a big gamble but again. These are the same people and these who kids say, can't fucking take it. But these it. are
1: the same people who could go, oh, I didn't know when I took the job that I'd have to come into the office every day. Uh, I thought I'd be able to just come in when I felt like it. No, you fucking come in every day, or you're fucking fired, yeah, fucking yeah. pricks. You notice there's a load more people in London nowadays because the fucking energy bills yeah. have gone up, so the cunts now yes. have to come in and actually fucking do a day's work in an office because right. they can't afford to heat their own
0: homes. They're talking about central London, Rankers. right? Talking about central London. There's this. Um, uh, there was a story. You, you know, I don't like to knock our colleagues in the journalism business, but fucking online newspapers. God Almighty! Did you see what the
1: Mirror did? And, and yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 this, so there's, there's this story on Mail Online saying London nightlife uh, is, oh, I saw this, you is destroyed. It, yeah. You know, there's no one going into town anymore. So on Saturday night after I did uh, the talk away here, I, I went into uh, uh, Soho to yeah. go to the Groucho Club, and oh, uh, nice. so I, I took the tube. Change for you. Yeah. What are we doing in there? Uh, just sort of seeing some friends, right. you know. Right. Uh, you know how it goes. Uh, anyway. Uh, um, So I got to the tube. To the tube was fucking packed. I get to Leicester Square. I have to walk across Chinatown and to get to. So fucking. It was absolutely. Fucking Rams. heaving, yeah. you know. And it's like, London nightlife is destroyed. Yeah. No, it's
1: fucking Yeah, not. but these are now stories written by people who never go out anywhere. They yeah, sit yeah, in a fucking yeah. computer terminal. If they actually went out, they'd realise it was bollocks, yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> they wouldn't write the fucking yeah, yeah. Well, story. Well, but they don't well, go anywhere,
0: but I, you know? But they don't care you if just it, sit
1: there and copy all of Google.
0: They don't care if it's bollocks. They just care if it gets lots of hits. Yeah. So while I was on holiday, one made me laugh. Do you remember, it was back in August, uh there was one day where Apple, there's been this Apple security breach. Oh, yeah. And there was, for a while, there were suggestions that, you know, 45 million people's details have been hacked and all this, right. you know, standby for catastrophe. And actually what happened is no one complained, nothing happened. Anyway, the mail online headline was Apple security breach threatens everything we hold dear. That's
1: <laughs> <laughs> little over the top. But they were the same during COVID. They were the same uh, during every other fucking crisis. You know, the drought was going to mean that we wouldn't be able to eat fucking apples again or some bullshit, you know. You'd never be able to import any more fucking food from abroad because we haven't got any fucking space at the ports. You wouldn't be able to buy any fucking petrol. You know, all these fucking warnings that we had, you know, the world is going to go on fire because a couple of, I mean, I actually heard somebody the other day on the radio referring to the wildfires around London. Right? (laughs) A couple of fucking fires. A couple of fields. When it was a bit hot. One, One of the fires was so big, they actually gave the size of it. It was about half the size of a football penalty area. I mean, it's hardly a fucking wildfire. And they put it out and they said, hmm, they needed 13 firemen and one fire engine.
0: Doesn't sound like much of a fucking world. Yeah, mostly, mostly it said, Britain is on yeah, fire. Britain's no, on it's fire. fucking up, You know, so you get the Daily Mail right now is running lots and lots of uh, leader columns and uh, opinion pieces saying, don't panic, you know, stick with it. Trying to say, you know, the Conservatives are still the right people to run the country and and that we shouldn't panic. And you go, that's that's what you're doing in the Daily Mail. Well, you guys running the Daily Mail, uh, do you want to know why people are panicking? Have a look at Mail Online. Have a look at the fucking headlines. Have a look at your colleagues who are trying to panic the entire nation because it gets lots of clickbait. Mm. And uh, as you said earlier, Mike, talking about uh, (laughs) fuck-ups online journalism, The the mirror the mirror running a picture of a random black guy in front of the fucking treasury and saying it's quasi Quatang, And then they put out this... And then they said
1: the apology said it was wrongly captioned. No, yeah, it fucking wasn't. It was the wrong fucking but picture. They, but, they,
0: but they said, that, yeah, they said, they said this was... And we know what we're talking about. It feeds into that terrible trope, they all look the same. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's strange that, or oh, it's hilarious, actually. And that's what a lot of people That, say that, 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 that a holier-than-thou, lefty yeah. newspaper, like the Mirror, should make this basically racist mistake. Yes. And they put, they put out this apology uh, with, this was a terrible error. We've so yeah. apologised all this. And, I, and I, was, I was thinking, well, if you're running the Mirror, here's a fucking idea. Here's an idea for you. Don't employ utter fuckwits who don't know what the Chancellor of the Exchequer looks like. How about that? Well, and also
1: make them come to the fucking office instead of letting them all work exactly. From home. Because I bet you that was as a result of people working from home. Because well, good. I've, I've met some people over there uh, not that long ago. They don't go in they, anymore. They, do they, they were all celebrating the fact that they'd only been in the office once in a year. Like, why wouldn't you want to go to work? I mean, what the fuck would ever convince you to stay home all the fucking time? I mean, I'd never got laid. You know, for fuck's sake, if I hadn't fucking gone out to work. You know, well, what's the fucking point? I mean, that, that's that when you went. You stay at home with
0: the missus. Oh, oh, great. Going <laughs> to work on a national. Do you want another
1: mix? cup of tea, darling? Any chance of a shag? No. I mean, no. Fuck off.
0: I mean, yeah that, that's the point. You never really knew when you went to work on a national newspaper in our day. whether. I mean, you know, there were days. up anywhere. Well, there were days when you'd work your arse off, but you never really knew as you made your way to work whether or not this would be no. a hard working day or one of those days that just turn into a fucking great piss yeah. up. Yeah, well,
1: or you don't know. It's usually like, the latter. Went, yeah, pretty much. I think you always knew it was going to turn into a piss yeah, up. You would do mixture of both to be fair It was a fair. question of how we, soon you'd get on the piss.
0: We worked um, hard and we were No, we did.
1: I went (laughs) going to fucking Stanford's one day um, at about sort of two o'clock and written a couple of stories, was over there preparing myself for a pretty relaxing afternoon, got a call from the news desk. We wanted to go to fucking Marbella. I was like, all right then. So fucking hot footed out to to the airport. They handed me a fucking sack full of money um, and an airline ticket. And off I went on a car voucher as well. Um, Got on the plane, literally just with the suit I was wearing and my passport. Um, Got to fucking, and we were looking for some woman who'd left her kids at home alone um and had gone down we weren't sure if she was a hooker or a stripper or something mm-hmm. like that um and uh, basically bought a whole fucking wardrobe of stuff to wear while i was there you find her yeah well actually the son found her and then i fucking nicked the story and we splashed it before they did <laughs> yeah, good good <laughs> oh fucking it was a great it was a great trip but that sort of shit used to happen i was there for like so you have to ring the wife and go um listen i've got to go down to marbella for a few days how long are you going to be i don't know um, yeah. could be five could be a week could be fucking could be two weeks I went to fucking Texas once um, for a, and I ended up staying there for a fucking month yeah
0: I did a month and the old going,
1: when are you coming back I'm like I don't know it was fucking tremendous so I, I, went,
0: I, went to the, <laughs> I went to this thing the, the um, this thing called the MIT Festival at Cannes it's like a TV festival oh yeah a global TV festival and they used to they used to pay for, for us to uh, for our hotel so we covered it and all this so that was Mip would pay that, and so we'd fly down there. So I fly down there uh, with a colleague of ours whose name shall remain nameless. Yes,
1: very good news. I, uh, I think I know uh, who you mean. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's not a million miles from there actually. <laughs> uh, anyway, we got down to Cannes. Uh, we, we we flew down there. I remember Dan Air, which dates oh, yeah. first class in Dan Air, wow. which uh, you know meant you, you actually got a, a, a seat that wasn't plastic, uh, and that was about it. Anyway, we arrived. at So we got on the plane about like midday, a riding can and sort of two o'clock or something, just sort of, we were already drinking on the plane. And then we start meet a few mates and we start drinking and we were fucking on an epic bender, epic fucking bender, (laughs) you know, by six... When were
1: you supposed to watch the TV shows?
0: Well, well, you you just sort of like floated around and got stories and things. Uh, Anyway, so... And it just, like, disappeared into fucking... Hell. I remember like, all of us lying on the middle of the road seeing if the cars could avoid us. <laughs> <laughs> Things like
1: that. Like, well, the anyway, boulevard des anglais.
0: Anyway, I don't remember getting back to my... Fo- yeah, that's right. I don't oh, no, make- that's nice, isn't it? No, that's nice. I don't remember getting back to my hotel, you know, just sort of, as you do, sort of, you wake up in the morning and go, oh, fuck. It's like, you know, really fucking bad hangover. Yeah. Go, what the fuck? I couldn't remember half the shit we did... Anyway, the phone's going, and it's the news desk. I was working for that Today newspaper. Oh, yeah. There, and it's the news desk. And I pick it up, I go, oh, God, I pick it up, oh, okay. And I go, yeah, 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 working away, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and then I suddenly hear this guy in the end of the line, he goes, great show today, great show in the paper. He goes, well, what are you talking about? <laughs> I filed something in the middle of the day, and they put it all over page three. It's all about some fucking cartoon that they were making of uh, Back to the Future. So I got this map, and I I didn't even even remember doing
1: it. Excellent. Now, talking about I didn't remember doing it, this could be the excuse. There's a bloke called Nick Dorr from, uh, I think it's Epping, council over in Essex. He's been suspended from his job following allegations that he sent flirty text messages to female Ukrainian refugees. What do you make of that? So
0: so this would be that, you know, councils take them in, right? And find them places to live. So he was assessing them uh, in more ways than one. He was,
1: he's the chief operating officer Epic District Council. (laughs) He's previously been publicly championed for his work in helping refugees. Uh, which included driving a van uh, to Ukraine earlier this year to supply, in his words, humanitarian aid. Do you think he had
0: a mattress it in the back supply, of the bag? Yeah, his own version of yeah. humanitarian would like, aid. Would you like a portion yeah. of
1: humanitarian yeah. aid?
0: Do you mind if I aid the arse off you? But
1: apparently, he <laughs> sent a string of inappropriate messages to women who have been rehomed in the Epping area, including invitations to stay at his second home in Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, and there's a quote from this woman who said that he sent her kisses and repeatedly told her that she had beautiful eyes. Right. And then he said, uh, she said. He was like, uh, kiss, 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 not like friends. He wanted to kiss me. He wanted to hug me. I just remember he invited me and my mum to Liverpool. He's got a house. He sent a picture of his garden in Liverpool.
0: Why, I mean, what's wrong people, with these wankers? Why are people so fucking stupid?
1: I mean, honestly.
0: Yeah, he, he deserves everything he's got. He's,
1: she goes, I text. sorry, don't text me. Don't invite me somewhere because I understand if I will continue, it will be like, you know, I'm not 20. I know how men think.
0: I mean and is he married and shit um it doesn't actually I'll, I'll say bet he is I bet he is
1: in a statement Mr. Dorr said I cannot comment as a process has yet to start no allegations <laughs> have been made by any Ukrainians there may be a story in about a month's time but it may well be different that sounds weird, oh yeah so.
0: yeah he's fucked then <laughs> yeah the
1: council spokesman said it would be essential to follow proper HR protocols and procedures in order to prevent prejudice to any yeah. investigation so we can't comment in any further detail yeah, all right
0: then. Anyway, listen, talking about shit shows, what's going on with Megan now then? Oh, Christ. Well, apparently, I seem to remember, right? <laughs> She's a fucking amazing, yeah. isn't she? When,
1: uh, when she did that long interview that went on for fucking ever, do you remember, was it was a 6,000-word interview or something? <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the, for, the, for the cunt. Sorry, the, the cut. Sorry, the cut. <laughs> so the cut, yes. And the recordings of it. And I'm pretty sure that she said at one point when she found that house in Montecito, it was our dream house. Oh, yes. I knew we fucking had, to, we had to have it. <laughs> we had to have it. And then she talks about how she wasn't sure that they could get it. I don't know why she wasn't sure, because Harry's worth a fucking like 50 million fucking dollars, right? And apparently, um, you know, it was a real struggle to get this financing together. Uh, really? Are you fucking kidding me? It's got like 16 bathrooms and nine bedrooms, I think. And um, apparently they don't like it anymore, so they're fucking moving.
0: What are are the they fuck? Really, are they, so they're selling? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I mean, I presume Somebody selling. said,
0: somebody said, uh, um, that one of the things they don't like about it is that the, they, they find it too noisy and too hustle bustle. i Have been you been there to Montecito? I know, I i mean, it, it, been, it, it, it is the most tranquil yeah. place you've ever been in your life. You will never find anywhere quieter and calmer or nicer anywhere so fuck knows where she's gonna go next if she finds that too noisy where well, they're gonna live in a fucking cave or well something. apparently there's some place
1: um i'll tell you because it's it's you probably know where yeah, it is probably will do, yeah. hope ranch which is an exclusively gated community about 10 miles down Okay, the
0: road. so that'll still be in the Santa Barbara area. Because
1: the only part I know up there was I once went up, to, I went to Santa Barbara a couple of times, but I went to a place called Santa Rines.
0: Yeah, that's where um, um, Michael Jackson was.
1: Which, is that where he was? Yeah. Which is where, the, it was big horse country, because I was chasing really? Ward Hunt at the time when he was shagging Princess Michael. Oh, right, right. And they thought that she... He had a place up there or something. And they thought that she might have gone there, but the trouble was, it was one of these you could never fucking doorstep anywhere because the houses were so oh, yeah. big, giant, and they were behind fucking about sixty thousand fucking acres of land. Yeah. So, I mean, I actually went to a local shop, and a guy turned up on a horse. Oh
0: yeah, that was you right know, that people running right. yeah, yeah, veranda, veranda, shop, veranda shops like something out of a movie set. Yeah. So it's the Santa Cedro Valley, uh, and a place called Los Olivos in the middle of it is where uh, the Neverland Ranch was. Uh, and I used to go out there quite a lot uh, for rid- ridiculously. You know, the news think "Can you get yourself up to uh, Michael Jackson's ranch?" You know, there's been a report of this, that, or the other. You go, well, well yeah, I'll go up there if you like, but. You know, you do understand what happens when I get there. I look at these fucking great walls and these massive great gates, and somebody on the intercom tells me to fuck off. That's about it. You know, yeah. anyway, when uh, Elizabeth Taylor was marrying that bulldozer giant. It's
1: usually that kid from Home Alone, isn't it?
0: Uh, yeah, you to fuck yeah, off. yeah, yeah, he's in there. <laughs> there, McCauley Um so, so we get sent up for um, uh, Liz Taylor's marriage. To Remember when she married. I think it was the last husband, Larry Fortensky. Oh, yeah. She married him twice, didn't she? She met him at, at rehab. Uh, no, she didn't marry him twice, no. Um, I think once was enough. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it was their marriage. And so we had to... They were getting married on a Saturday, so we all arrived there on sort of Thursday night. And uh, that, so we used to go to this bar that was just like you were saying, Mike. It was like a, it's, you know, The horses hooked up outside with a wooden veranda. Anyway... That's when, so we got, we were going there all the time, spending all our time eating and drinking there. So we got to know the waitresses quite well. And so I was chatting to uh, one of them and said, Me and uh, Alan Hall actually. Um, right. We, and said, so, so have you been to Neverland? And she, she said, uh, uh, No, I haven't. And I won't let my children go there either. And this was before oh, any yeah. of the pedo yeah, stuff. And I said, why is that? He said, well, she said, they get these invitations from uh, Neverland all the time, and all these kids go there. They have fucking, it's got a fun fair, they get free candy. Uh, and then she said, uh, but I won't many of us won't let our kids go there. I said, why is that? She said, bad things happen there. Yeah. I said, what do you mean? She said, kids get interfered with. I said, mm. what are you talking about? She said, Well, there's lots of rumors about Mr. Jackson. We're mm. going, Really? You know, this is so, this is before. Anyway, so we carried on boozing and all that. And then on the fucking day of the wedding it was hilarious. It was like Vietnam or something. There <laughs> about 500 helicopters in, in the air yeah. looking, taking pictures. It was just, they don't fuck around it, around, it's, it's like a it? fucking war
1: zone. It's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, according to this, apparently there's been some thefts in the area yeah i heard about this i mean i wonder if they've had something stolen then the truth. like their
0: fucking integrity well, no oh, no, they no they didn't
1: have any They did.
0: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no but they did that to be fair they were they were broken into at one point when they were in the house apparently uh, but i mean you know it's a very expensive exclusive area that's yeah. what happens apparently the local police force in that area montecito they're they're, they're, uh, they're going to sort of set up these cameras uh, surveillance cameras and film everyone and everybody and every car everybody that comes into the area so there's a sort of uh liberty issue going on there. oh yeah
1: because it says here that Santa barbara police records show um there were trespassers twice in 12 days yeah. in their montecito yeah. home um and once on may the 19th and once on may the 31st it could be you know fans couldn't it who are just trying to get catch a glimpse of them but um according to this uh, the, ho- the homes in Hope Ranch, where they're looking to move, yeah. started around about 22 million. That's some gated fucking community,
0: that. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I mean the, it, the, the property out there is astonishing. Mm. I mean, for my liking, it's too, it's too bloody suburban. Yeah. Too, too, too uh, uh, rural, you know, rural, yeah, and yeah. quiet. Well, there's not the, much going on, is yeah, there? No, no, that's the thing. Santa Barbara is LA without the lights. But I guess you if know? you live
1: in a place like that, you're not going to go out much, are you? I and mean, you can't, it's not like Harry can go oh. out for a beer. Is like,
0: he's been seen she will fucking let him
1: no what's going on no what no
0: i so, said no so is that fucking place on the market then
1: well it presumably will be what are you yeah, in the market to buy it yeah but, it's got fucking it's now got 19 bathrooms i'm just reading here now uh, they got to put in an extra no screen. bedroom <laughs> it's got 19 bathrooms no bedroom well, he's not that's allowed. why they want to get rid of it he's not allowed in the bedroom. it's all right you want to piss but you can't get any sleep yeah, no there's no <laughs> chance of getting in the fucking bedroom <laughs> that'll be once a year for you harry <laughs> I'm, I'm you know, it it fucking is I bet it's well. no, because she's already got what she wants so now you'll be on the fucking long finger um, <laughs> one final uh, mention before we go. Emily Thornberry. Did you see that story? Oh yeah, doing 81 Watson down the motor. I mean, she's she's she,
0: she's a fuckwit, isn't she? she really
1: is. You so, know, off to the Labour Party uh, conference, and here's a picture of me driving at 81 miles an hour. I mean, yeah. how fucking stupid do you get? Yeah. Do you not? I mean, because even well, she's the one. She, we all have to be careful now, because if you do take a picture, you have to worry about what's in the fucking background. What's, uh, you know, if so they can see something. You know, um, but having somebody take a picture of the back, uh, your backside view, where you can see the fucking um, speedometer. She should should
0: stick off social media. Remember when she went to Thanet and took that picture of the white van van with the flag, the St George's flags, which she thought was uh, contemptuous and put up the view from Kent. And fucking Milliband was furious because he was the leader then. You know what's wrong? You know how contemptuous to fly. A St George's flag outside your house. That's your fucking voters, you stupid woman. This is why
1: I'm saying I don't believe that they'll get in automatically. There's still a long way to go. And all these people last week were going, the Tories are finished. They're finished. Well, they're not, actually. They're still in power. They've still got a massive great majority. And, you know, there's not going to be a fucking election. So fuck off. Thanks.
0: Cure the migrant crisis. The mini budget might work. Uh, You know, when Margaret Thatcher did a similar round of uh, tax cuts in the 80s, in the early 80s, uh, I mean, she was a much more assiduous book balancer than these two, Truss and Quarteng. I mean, she had funded them, but it was a massive round of tax cuts in the conservative way. Mm. Two, more than 200 uh, top economists wrote an open letter saying she had just destroyed this country with this round of tax mm. cuts. One year later, we had the strongest economy in the world. Yeah. So, in principle, the mini-budget is not funded, but if it works, it will self-fund. It could work. So, if it if it does start to work and they solve the migrant crisis, you watch that 33-point lead that Labour have got. You watch it go straight down the shitter.
1: Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Good way to end that. Uh, but hopefully we'll be here next week. Um, and if you haven't seen us on Patreon, uh, go and join our, our merry little throng. Follow us on Twitter at Thought Police and we'll be back uh, next
0: week. Go fuck yourself.